Welcome to the podcast about everything. My name is Don Mast and I'm your host. Today is a bonus feature, a special story that we found that we wanted to share. The story is titled The Glitz and Spinster. A reclusive life hides a murderous secret. Originally told by Sean Cerro on August 9th, 2018. Now sit back with your favorite pipe or also your favorite snack and try not to be too scared. Enjoy the podcast about everything. Stella Elizabeth Williamson's obituary appeared in the Altadamir newspaper on August 28, 1980. It was a standard listing, only the names of her parents, Alfred and Desi Williamson, and that she was a member of the Galitzin United Methodist Church's Women's Society. It was so little to be remembered by, but it was Williamson's secret that would drive the discussion and media coverage in the coming months and years to come. There were secrets her neighbors and acquaintances would find very hard to believe. They were the stuff of horror movies, and they inspired Williamson's posthumous nickname, the Galitzin Spinster. Police found the bodies of five babies in the Galitzin attic late Tuesday. A September 4th news article begins, calling the situation a macabre puzzle that would take Cambria County investigators nearly 50 years into the past. A note discovered by a friend of a recently deceased Williamson was the intimus of the investigation. It read, to be opened after my burial. The note clued authorities into another story of death. And through the media, a countrywide audience tuned in. As part of that note was reprinted by the Washington Post. Today I started to bleed and I wanted to make things right. If anything should happen to me, in the attic, in an old trunk, you will find babies I had 30 years ago or more, it reads. How I got away with it, I don't know, but I did. So I don't want anyone else to be blamed for something that they know nothing about. This is the one reason I could never marry anyone else. I have lived a good life since. So as God is my judge, this is the truth. Please forgive me if you can. The note had been written 20 years earlier, apparently by Williamson, who was hospitalized in Altoona for her hysterectomy. It also allegedly contained the names of the baby's father, though investigators never released it publicly. In 1980, in the attic of Williamson's home on 310 Forest Avenue, Galitzin, Pennsylvania, investigators would find five infant corpses wrapped in newspapers dating to the 1920s and 1930s. At that time, then Cambria County Coroner John Barron said that neither the sex nor the age of the bodies found inside the trunk could be determined due to decomposition. However, he later revealed 
that four of the bodies appeared to have been newborns, while the other could have been as old as eight months at the time of death. The bodies were eventually flown to Philadelphia for forensic testing. Williamson was a Galinson native. She lived in a town all of her 76 years before she was pronounced dead at 7.29 p.m. in an Altoona hospital room. And in the days after the morbid discovery in her attic, those who knew her expressed their shock to the Altoona Mirror newspaper. You never quite got anything out of her, a relative told the paper at one time. She was as quiet as a chestnut. On October 2nd, it was announced in the mirror that forensic experts have begun their work, gingerly unwrapping the remains. An internationally renowned forensic anthropologist, William M. Krogman, led the procedure. Today, I hope that there will be five moments of truth, the paper quoted Krogman, saying at the time. But Krogman's finding would not be disclosed for more than a week. When on October 10th, the mirror ran an article revealing at least three of the five babies were believed to be strangled. And later, the article explained the method of that strangulation. Cloth was found knotted and tightened, and one of the infants had a portion of the cloth stuffed in its mouth. It was speculated that Williamson lived in her home with her parents and two brothers when the babies were both born and killed. And rumors began to circulate that time claimed Williamson's late mother and she served as a midwife. Along with Williamson pen confession came another message. He never wanted me only something to play with, and I was a fool in his hand. Williams was described in the Altida Mirror as a heavy woman whose diabetes required the amputation of her leg, a somewhat secretive woman who spoke to visitors through a sun porch window that would not allow them to enter her home. Those who agreed to talk to reporters said Williamson was devoid of long-term relationships and that trips to the local United Methodist Church were apparently the extent of her social life. But the Washington Post offered a somewhat different depiction, citing community members who said that Williams often stayed at home, never had a job, but she had boyfriends. I used to see her with different boyfriends when I was younger. I always wondered about it, one woman said. Then months later, in February of 1981, Williamson's $32,000 estate was willed to Guy Schrack, 80 of Galitzin. Schrack refused to comment on his inheritance, according to the Alton Mirror newspaper. Schrack, who was described as both Williamson's longtime boarder and companion, also was the man who found the note in her home after her death. So, this leads me to think and to wonder, who is this guy, Shrek, and really what is his relationship to her?
In his comment, it's none of my business, he said. Investigators said that the father of Williamson's babies was living at the time they were found in the attic trunk, and that he played no part in the murders. So to this day, the spinster of Galitzin still holds many secrets, murderous secrets, that we may never know.